1: I swear by the movies we watch for this part I'll
0: be there
1: and I swear that for page Mikey and
0: Todd I'll be there When comes are the worst I wish I had known me
3: Later's
0: baby.
3: Thank you for tuning into Romance in the Pod. You had us at
0: hello. I'm Paige Wesley.
2: I'm Mikey Randolph,
0: and I'm Todd Schlosser. And this week, Mikey made us watch the <laughs> Lake House. <laughs> so, Mikey, you said last week when you said we were doing this movie that you hate this movie. I do. Why do you hate this movie? Um, I watched it in college with a female. That's enough. Thank you. I understand now why you hate this movie.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Tell me
2: the story. Tell me the story. And like I, you know, I low key like romantic comedies. You know, and Same. Um, I love them. It, well, especially back then, I like didn't like it was very low key. So I was like, oh, I want to watch this movie. And so I we watched it, and it was uh, it was terrible. I, I objectively <laughs> think that this movie is terrible i i think it's i think it's a terrible film uh from top to bottom t to b baby t- to b,
3: front to down
2: i think the plot makes no sense at all they they the two people never actually talk to each other except one random time in the middle and in the end and then it, it's just so stupid that it goes beyond and then it becomes great again yes it
0: does sort of pass the threshold of it's stupid like for the first half you're like this is dumb and then you're like holy shit this is Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so okay, so you watched it again tonight. Had you seen it in between that night and this night? No. Okay, so <laughs> do you have the same feelings? Did you develop an appreciation for it? What do you think now? I think I like it better now. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I think it's because it's worse. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of mixed feelings here. It's
1: worse. <laughs> I do like
0: how in your mind the movie was better somehow. And then last time you watched it, like last night, you were like, no, this is terrible.
2: Yeah, it's. It, I think Ugh. it's worse than what I remembered, but also that makes it better because I think even from the beginning, you're like, this is so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt that a lot while watching this. Paige,
0: this is your first time seeing it, right?
3: Oh, God, yes. This is my first time seeing it. And first of all, I have so many questions about the rules of how this magic mailbox works.
0: Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to know why didn't he just stick his dick in the mailbox? Like, everybody wants <laughs> yeah. to know that, right? <laughs> Like that was the first thing I thought Obviously, There would be a glory
2: hole in the back of that mailbox Like how lonely and weird Do you have to be to keep writing letters To a random person
3: (laughs) Here's the thing that's not the part I struggle with I am a person who enjoys The written word in a romantic context No 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 I'm
2: not even talking about that page. I'm talking about the first four letters they send are so weird Yeah
3: yes yeah they are I have like problems with the structure How did How did they cast Sandra Bullock (laughs) <laughs> and have her be unlikable? How do <laughs> you do that? I don't even know how that happens.
0: That's like her superpower.
3: That is her superpower: yeah. is being likable, even in unlikable movies. Did you see The Net? <laughs> I did. I actually, I was obsessed with The Net as a, as a child. It was one of my favorite movies for uh, a while the as net a kid.
2: Is objectively amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Todd. I don't
3: know what I. At one point in this movie, just started wishing that I could justify speed as a rom com.
0: No, this is what we should have got from Speed 2. Oh, what?
3: You don't like it when a giant boat (laughs) crashes for 20 minutes of a movie?
0: (laughs) No, I do not. Although, in all fairness, didn't like this movie very much. But Uh. I did cry... Multiple times during this movie I cried, a, movie. Lot. Yeah. I cried like, a, a lot What are you guys serious yes, yes Mikey I cried a lot
2: I'm dead inside
3: I cried so much and I predicted the ending About halfway through the movie Same yeah So then when they like finally got to it I was just like crying Cause I like seen it coming And it was Her poor boyfriend.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. So honestly, yes, he has done nothing wrong. He's a super nice guy. Like I guess the one thing he did wrong was like not really paying attention to what she wants, what she likes, and what she needs. And I get that he's not a great boyfriend, but they're not meant to be together. Right. But my problem is that multiple times in this movie, Sandra Bullock is like,
3: "Yeah, I don't really like you, but I guess we should be together." And I'm like, "Girl,
2: you need to say what you actually feel." Yes. Well, then he has to know, right? Like, he has to know that she's not that into you. I feel like he's oblivious.
0: <laughs> yeah, Morgan, she is just not that into you, dog.
2: She straight up makes out with a stranger at her birthday party that he planned. It was a surprise yeah. birthday party.
3: Which is fully cheating. Like, the movie glosses yes. over it, but I'm yes. like, that's cheating.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's cheating for her because she doesn't know him yet. He's not cheating because he's straight up already in love with her, but she doesn't know that yet because it hasn't been two years. So, like- He's not cheating because he's already devoted to Sandra Bullock.
3: Well, no, here's the thing. She's the one in a relationship. So, like, that's. And he, the thing. okay, okay.
2: Also, he knows the relationship doesn't work out. So, is it cheating?
3: God damn it, Mikey. I mean, what? yes, <laughs> technically.
2: He's like, they're going to not make it anyway. So, any interference is fair no, game.
3: No, 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 no. Because that, okay, that's the central problem for me of this movie. Everyone's like, oh, time travel exists weird and then just goes on with
1: their (laughs) fucking day there is
3: a mailbox where you can send letters back and forth from the past to the fucking future and no one gives it the time of day they're just like oh yeah yeah that makes sense
2: (laughs) this is my biggest plot hole these two don't even research each other in this whole process
3: oh when she goes to that architectural firm at the end First of all, I was shocked that her boyfriend wasn't, like, an architect. (laughs) I remember what happened last (laughs) time, right? right.
0: You're into builders.
3: When she... (laughs) Who isn't? I know. Winky blinky. So
0: (laughs) she walks
3: into that firm and is meeting with his brother. And I'm like, did you not realize who you were meeting with? An architect with the same last name? Yeah. Like, why does it take you seeing the photo for that... God damn it, this movie is so dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Paige, I was crying when his brother said... I'm sorry to inform you that he passed away two years ago in an accident. And then you yeah. realize, I mean, we already knew this because it does a lot of foreshadowing here, but she has like, I don't know, three hours to get to the mailbox hoping that he's there to stop him from dying? Yeah, whatever.
2: Right. No, because it was two <laughs> years ago. She, she has literally forever to go back no, to the mailbox. No, she doesn't. She no, does she not, No, she doesn't because like it's
3: that day. Yeah,
2: it's that day. That's right. She, he is just two years in the future and he, and he goes a day forward and she goes a day forward. Exactly. Right?
0: Yes. Yeah. So another thing that really bother me about this is every time you see Keanu Reeves arrive at the lake house he parks fully down the street and Why walks up to it. Why does he
1: do that? It. There's every no time. time He can drive Why? right into the mailbox a yes. parking spot He drove me nuts
3: every time. But do
2: you remember when he dragged a tree to her apartment complex (laughs) and made it grow?
3: I have so many fucking notes because they're building an apartment complex and I'm like, you don't think they're going to pull that tree out and cement over that shit, you psycho? What are you doing? Like, that tree's not going to last. It shouldn't be there. But here's my biggest complaint. (laughs)
1: this movie is conservatively
3: like when did this movie came out 2006 yeah so this movie is 15 years old they make keanu reeves look so badly like i don't know if it was the costume person or the makeup person or what but that man is 15 years older and he looks amazing and he looks terrible in this movie
2: well that's because he's sad in this movie
3: Dude, don't tell me John Wick isn't sad. He's like oh for two on dogs at this point. Oh, this, oh mo- sad. this Wait, are you
0: including movie- his wife? Hang on, she was a beautiful lady. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this movie, they're lighting
3: him so harshly that you can see like every blemish on his skin. It's insane. They gave Sandra Bullock this wild pink lipstick through most of this movie. I don't understand why anything in this movie happened. Yeah, let's talk Welcome about it. Welcome to
2: one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Romance in the Pod, page. Maybe we should just get into this movie and talk about it because shit, there's a lot to talk about here.
3: Let's get into it. So there's. So
0: are y'all credit- saying you
2: guys didn't like it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? Okay, I'll say this I really liked what they were trying to do
2: I just don't feel like they did any of it I think I would rather see a movie just about pen pals That are in the same timeline
3: I think you're referring to You've Got Mail
2: Well, that one has some problems too
0: Yeah, but there are things about this that I like the unrequited, well, yeah, we'll get into it. Let's just go through it.
3: Uh, So we open on credits over handwritten letters to, and in my notes I just have Beatles knockoff music behind it, but then as I went through the movie, there's like four different songs by Paul McCartney in this movie. Yes. So whoever made this movie has a raging hard-on for Paul McCartney.
0: They're the kind of person that says things like, I don't know, man. I think Wings was better than the Beatles.
3: Okay, I do like Wings. Not better than the Beatles, but this is not the time to have this conversation.
0: Anyway. (laughs) You know how I feel about the Beatles, so I'm fine not to talk about it publicly. I know, and you're wrong, and
2: it's fine. Anyway. (laughs) I am right. I'm checking out. I'm going to have to go ahead and disengage from this.
3: (laughs) In my notes, I have, because I was just taking notes as I was watching it for the first time. Sandra Bullock walks through an office building with her dog. But then I realized this is the house because it's an insane glass birdcage of a house on spindle legs over a lake. It's not a livable house. I wouldn't
0: want to live there.
3: No, I don't know why. It can't just be a normal house on a lake. Like a nice house. Because
2: they're architects, Paige.
3: Architects also build things that people actually live in.
2: He's living in his dad issues.
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> he's in a glass
2: case of emotion, That's literally. what it is. Yeah. It's a metaphor. And his dad is kind of a dick. His
3: dad's a consummate asshole. <laughs> How
2: dare yeah. you?
0: How dare you talk about Von Trapp like that? I will. He is sort of a dick. Honestly, he's sort of a dick in the Von Trapps. Like, or they in are, uh, yeah. The Sound of Music.
3: The only thing that would have saved him in this movie for me is if he just like ripped down a Nazi flag and tore it apart with his bare hands. And I'd be like, yes, sir. (laughs) Uh, So she drops a letter in the mailbox and drives away from the house just as we see Keanu Reeves drive up to the house. But what we don't realize is there's two years in between them. (laughs) For some reason, the movie never explains. Apparently time is a flat circle and this house on spindles is at the center i don't know
0: (laughs) i do sort of like that they never explain it like they never have someone come in and explain what's going on
3: yeah that's true there's never a scientist that shows up and is like it's well actually here's the thing i have a real life reason so like in fun facts there's something that you will need to know about where this house is oh god that i think would be super interesting but we should get to it in fun facts
2: do you think his amazon packages show up two years in the future
0: No. Is it because Louis DeJoy is the postmaster general in 2004 and it causes all mail to be delivered two years late? (laughs) (laughs) That is a nerd joke. You're welcome.
3: (laughs) It is, but no, that's not it. Oh, wait.
2: I have to stop this
0: podcast.
3: Okay. We
2: stop this podcast for an emergency. Mikey, interruption. How many people got blood clots with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine in the whole United States? Six. Guess how many of them I've gone on a date with. (laughs) one one is the answer
0: holy shit is that real that's real it's a numbers
3: game mikey this
2: is real i'm gonna die alone
3: <laughs> well i mean here here was
2: my frustration there's no way that's real
3: uh, it might be because it is young women it affects proportionately more than other people first
2: off is she all right she's okay okay she's go. at the hospital we only went on one date wasn't a, wasn't a thing remain instagram friends and all of a sudden like her story and i was like Oh my god She's one of those people
3: (laughs) Six people got blood clots From Johnson & Johnson Literally millions of women Have gotten blood clots From birth control Nobody's doing shit about that Right Nobody cares
0: Don't flick us off We're on your side Paige (laughs)
3: I'm flicking off society.
2: Oh. I'm team birth control.
0: <laughs>
3: More blood clots? That's what You know what, what the biggest
2: want? blood clot of all is? A baby. A baby. <laughs> anyway, I thought you guys would think that was funny. And I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Mikey, when you told her she was one in a million, you weren't wrong.
3: I mean, I think she went with Johnson & Johnson because she's used to having one and done. <laughs> <laughs> she just used to having only one shot <laughs> One opportunity Mom's, Mom's spaghetti. spaghetti
1: That's so good That's so good Mikey you should message
0: her on Instagram and be like Hey you want your second shot with me <laughs> no I'm, i did message her on instagram i said oh my god
2: are you okay and she's like yeah i'm okay i've
3: got a hot beef injection that can cure that right up <laughs> all right so we cut to sandra bullock who is going to work in a new hospital uh we find out her name is dr kate forrester and she's going to have 22 patients on her rounds she ends up having to take a guy for an mri because the hospital is like fucking busy yeah it's like the one from er it might be the one from ER. Anyway, <laughs> we cut to Keanu Reeves as a construction worker, which I don't know why for the first 20 minutes we do not see a close-up of Keanu Reeves. It is all wide shots. And
2: I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. This is a sequel to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
3: Um, That's one of my fun facts because people are like, yeah, Keanu Reeves has been in like more time travel movies than almost anybody but Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: <laughs> that's amazing.
3: <laughs> anyway... The I think she's the like I, I wanna say community assistant or something at this construction site, like the secretary. Yeah,
0: Mona. I saw her as like the project manager.
3: Something. But I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah, but her name's Mona, yeah. She's super into Keanu.
3: Yes, and yeah. he is not into her and, and I will say is pretty upfront about not being into it, because she's just like, Hey, I made spinach pie and the trailer's nice and toasty. No, I'm fine. Come inside you're gonna get sick I don't get sick I bought a house why would you Buy that house like it's clear That like he does not Think of her that way
0: I thought it was really Funny that Mona was like chasing after Him because he's like walking on the site she's In heels she's following him In like wet ground in Heels because he bought a house Just like these women are coming Out of the woodwork now that Mikey has bought a house (laughs) I thought that was hilarious (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: the main thing I thought about her watching
3: this movie, and I just put it in my notes, is a gun for a gun rack. Because that's who she reminded me of was Lara Flamboyle in, in Wayne's, Wayne's
0: World. Wayne's World, yeah. But she was like, oh my God, your house has a tree in it. You really do want to put down roots. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> I stand by that joke. That's
2: okay. I like it. Thank you, Mikey.
3: So we cut back to Sandra at the hospital. It's busy and confusing. We cut back to the lake house. Keanu Reeves checks the mail and he has a letter that says, Dear new tenant, I hope you'll like living here as much as I did. And basically forward my mail, new addresses below. Yeah. Also, sorry about the paw prints and the box in the attic. They were there when I moved in. But he doesn't, like, see the paw prints or the box in the attic that she's talking about.
0: And we see him check for those.
3: Right. Yeah. Sandra Bullock goes home to her dog. The lights are flickering. She's making herself a list of, like, fix the light, get dog food, get human food. Because it implies that she has recently moved in. Yeah. From the lake
0: house. Well, we see her leave, don't we? At the very beginning, we see her move out of the lake house. We see her kind of drive away and drop a letter.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. I just realized that it's even dumber that she doesn't live at the lake house. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she
0: moved away. At the very beginning, she leaves the lake house. Yeah. She has to go back to the back lake house. To the lake house.
3: From her yeah, house. Yeah, that, that no one is living in.
2: Yeah, why didn't they just have her live there? I don't know, Mikey. (laughs) I do like it better, like, if someone's moved in
0: and she's just going to their (laughs) mailbox and Keanu Reeves is, like, getting random mail from these people who are also living there.
3: I started (laughs) to
0: wonder... Like
3: halfway through this movie Because we don't know If somebody's moved in or not And what we find out Much much later in the movie Is that he's retained Ownership of the house Yeah And he's been renting it to her Which poses a whole extra Set of problems of like Why didn't you just show up until we find out later that she doesn't want to be contacted, whatever.
0: Right. But also, she plays this whole time. Like, she does not know who he is. and She's met him multiple
3: yeah, times. And he is her
2: landlord, technically.
3: Like, you wouldn't yeah. know who that
2: is. Wait, was he the landlord? Yes!
3: Mikey! Yeah. He, he yes, owns the he's fucking He's her house. landlord. Yes! Unless, like, a management company or something was handling it. But at the same time, I'm like, she knows it's his house. Like... Yeah. Once she finds out that it's his house, I do not know why she does not go to the management company and be like, can you put me in contact with this person? Like. Right. It, this movie is asinine Anyway I had a thought of If you lived in that house And then just an old lady Was just Not an old lady Sandra Bullock just came And stole your oh, mail All the time shit Oh my god We're coming after you Sandy B you Old lady You heard it here first I did not I didn't mean old lady I just meant like a lady Paige got beef Sandy B
2: yeah, It's like It's only a 14 year old In that house So Sandra, Sandra Bullock Comes up and she's like Who's that old woman Stealing our mail <laughs>
3: Uh, but yeah just a a strange woman stealing your mail all the time and they're just like but I was I was working on publisher's clearing house like you know whatever it was that she was trying to send so the other question I have is in this next scene because Keanu starts working on the house and a dog runs up and just shows up this is also a magical dog this is basically as valid as the dog in Night Before Christmas no one knows from whence it came Whence? From whence it came. When, whence, whence. Or how it sometimes understands the time travel conundrum, but
0: no humans do. I honestly think the dog is a shared hallucination between the two of them.
3: Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a witch concocting this whole scenario. Oh, sure. Yeah, that works too. And that dog has like an amulet somewhere under its fur. The,
2: the boyfriend sees the dog.
3: Yeah, the boyfriend also sees the dog. Okay,
2: But I do think the dog is like immortal, at least. At least the dog is immortal (laughs) At least (laughs) Paige Not not at most At
0: least we're starting (laughs)
2: at immortal that's the starting point, page. He could be like a time master or oh, something.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's an immortal forest. Listen, thing. we're all
2: thinking it. I'm gonna say it. He's the Doctor. Like he is Doctor Who. <laughs> Not me. I think I think he's like a like a creature from an old, another alternate dimension, like the Fourth Kind.
3: Yeah, or or I was thinking more like the ritual where it's some sort of demigod that lives in the forest around the lake, or like Aslan. In yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, that, that, w- that checks
2: out. It is a demi-child of Cupid. <laughs> Yeah, I like where this is going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, it's Zeus personified as a dog to try and get freaky with both of them. So we can all agree that the dog is an immortal woodland creature. Right. right at right, least
2: right. a demigod. <laughs> at least. That's the starting point. Okay, yeah. That's the basement. I-, I would send my dog two years into the future if I could. <laughs> <laughs> to somebody else.
0: Hey, Caesar Milan, I'm sending you my dog through the mailbox. Please train her. I'll be back in two years to collect her
1: how's your
2: dog like in that backyard that she lives in now bro do you hear her whining at all since i've gotten this place no she is dead asleep in her bed right now nice does she pay rent no fucking freeloader
3: yeah she's got to start hooking up couples at lake houses to make that extra change she doesn't
2: even send my mail five years into the future (laughs) to find me a woman five years (laughs) two years one year in the past i don't know there's so much time there is so
0: much yeah if there's one thing i've learned about history is that it's there's so much time.
3: And that sorry, I'm just, the
0: dog as an immortal
3: time lord is just yeah. wrecking my brain. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it makes about as much sense as anything else in this movie. That's yeah, true. That's absolutely. true. Absolutely. It would explain more like the dog is what controls the mailbox?
3: It's like blues clues? Oh my god. <laughs> Here's the mail it yeah. never fails from 2 years in the future hails when it comes I want a while.
2: It's a clue it's a (laughs) clue the love of my life is two years in the future
3: (laughs) (laughs) so as he's working on the house the ageless immortal woodland creature in the shape of a dog comes up steps in paint (laughs) and makes the paw prints that she talked about in the letter but what doesn't make sense is when he's like yeah uh in the attic what attic this house is
0: a glass birdcage. What attic are you talking about? <laughs> there is an attic, but where is it? It's in a different house that they shot that yes, that one scene in. A different in. House. Yeah, because we see the top of the house because open. that's the thing that comes apart with Keanu and her, his brother are talking about it, right? So yeah, there fully is no attic here.
3: Also, can we talk about what it would be like to have a full ass tree in the middle of your house?
0: Bugs? Yeah, yeah. Over open water? Yeah. <laughs> open water in fall are you just having to rake your whole house you're just like raking your living room (laughs) like what are we doing in this ridiculous house Christopher Plummer this movie is so fucking stupid
2: (laughs) you know know what lives in uh, trees Immortal Time Lord Woodland creature
1: <laughs> The dog lives In the tree
2: He's like do you want to know how the world ends Or do you want to fall in love
1: <laughs> I like that those are your only two choices
0: This is the worst Choose your own adventure book I've ever read What would the
3: other choices be He's like do you want to know how to make the perfect mac and cheese Or do you want to know who's going to win World War 3 <laughs> Perfect mac and cheese (laughs) Holy shit Fine but you missed a chance to congratulate Zimbabwe Uh, (laughs) uh, So we cut to Sandra Bullock Who's having lunch with her mom On an unseasonably warm Valentine's Day And they're just sitting outside Talking about her father who has passed away Yeah And as they're doing that A horrible bus accident happens And a man is dead in the street I mean
0: he more or less gets Meet Joe Blacked
3: oh god i haven't seen that movie in forever
2: i've never seen that movie do you remember like in speed with keanu reeves yes it's like that but he gets run over
3: (laughs) it's like that but the
2: bus abruptly stops going 50 miles
3: an hour (laughs) over his body um it's bad it is bad so she calls an ambulance we cut back to keanu in the past which we don't know it's the past at the time unless you are, you know, couldn't figure it out.
0: Unless you're an immortal dog time lord woodland creature.
3: <laughs> what is time? This whole time concept you have is pretty rough, if you ask me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think
3: Scruff McGruff, the crime dog of Chicago, is also an immortal dog being?
2: Do you mean Scruff McGruff, the pre-crime <laughs> <crime>
3: dog? <laughs> the pre-cog crime dog? Oh my god, it's Dogmorty my, Minority Dog Port? Dog
0: Dogmorty Port. Dog Minority Report. I wanna point out that this is what the writer's room at Rick and Morty sounds like.
3: <laughs> it's just as being like immortal dog lord.
0: Dan Harmon hire us. Oh, that would be fun.
3: Please. So Keanu is uh, breaking ground on some of the foundations of the houses in the community he- that he's building. He's building track homes, basically.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's building townhomes, condos.
3: But they're not because they're freestanding.
2: Yeah, but you would think, according to his family, that he is committing genocide.
3: Yes. Yeah, they're so mean to him about building houses. Do you know
0: how rich you have to be to be able to do what he is doing? Like, he has to be super successful to be doing what he is doing.
3: Yeah, clearly, because he has an entire development in the middle of metropolitan Chicago. Yeah, like, I think they said it was, like, 48
0: homes. 45 homes, because they finished one, and they have 44 to go. Yeah,
2: that's a shitload of houses. Like, this, where I moved in, there are, like, 13 or 14 homes. Or, as you call it in a romantic comedy, your life's low point. (laughs) (laughs) Your
0: life's low (laughs) point? It's the most 1% thing
2: I've ever seen. It's insane. Well, yeah, a family
3: of <laughs> architects. Yes, that's the yeah. most 1% thing I've ever oh, seen.
2: I'm sorry, you're you've been contracted to build a development. You're trash. You
3: loser. <laughs> when was the last time you went to
0: Barcelona? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a quote. I do like his response to that. It's just like, I don't know. Last time I was there with you, I don't just like travel to Barcelona, you idiot. It's too bad. If I could, I would. Barcelona is Same. beautiful. Same. Yeah. I hear wonderful things. I have not been and I would like to go, but I don't have double architect money or whatever they, they're yeah, <laughs> Same. rolling with.
3: The architecture is amazing there. So we cut back to Sandra Bullock at work.
0: In the future.
3: In the future.
0: Right. 2006, baby.
3: Yeah. Her boss who played like an undercover dirty cop on Law and Order for like three or four episodes in a row at one point.
2: Yeah. She's also on The Expanse as like the head of the UN and she's she's in a lot of things. Yeah. She's, she's actually awesome. really great.
3: Yes. So she basically comes to Sandra Bullock and is like, hey, I heard about you watching a guy die today. Uh, <laughs> on your day off, you should go like away from here.
2: Even though you're a doctor and you watch people die every day. Well, I think
3: that's
0: what she was saying because she is sort of just finished her residency. So she is now like able to practice without having someone looking over her shoulder the whole time. Right. And her boss is like trying to give her advice. Like, hey, we deal with a lot of heavy shit here at a hospital where people die every day. So like when you have an odd chance to have a day off, go sort of reconnect with whatever makes you feel at peace or at home or whatever.
3: Stay home, catch up on law and order organized crime. So good. But she's honestly, she's right. I like, I don't even deal with heavy stuff all that much, except for, you know, my other podcast. But like what I, so I just took a trip basically by myself to just like places I wanted to go for like Mm -hmm. a week. And it was perfect. Like I was listening to her advice. I was like, exactly.
0: Hashtag self-care, baby.
3: Hashtag self-care. Hashtag garlic world. I went to Garlic Worlds. So she decides that the place that she feels most like herself is the lake house. So she drives out there and just steals those people's mail. And they're just like,
0: Mom, the lady's here again. <laughs> the old lady is here again. Right, the crone with the, the crone with the ambulance <laughs> here again. <laughs> Man, Paige really coming at Sandy B today. Yeah, I don't understand. (laughs) Well, what is happening? I I have always found, she's not necessarily my type, but I've always found her attractive and very charming. Love Sandy B. I can't believe you have such hatred for her, Paige.
3: I don't hate her.
0: It's
2: very clear that you hate her. (laughs) Agreed. It's very clear.
3: The dog demigod made me do it.
2: Um, How could you hate on the star of Demolition Man? (laughs) I got to find out what they did with those three seashells.
3: We need to start an action movie podcast. I know we can. I know none of us have time. I know I need to sleep and I'm already overextended as it is. Same, girl. So she goes to the lake house. She checks the magical mailbox that time travels.
0: The mailbox does not time travel, guys. The mail within the mailbox time travels. The mailbox stays stationary.
3: It's, I mean, it's some sort of portal between the two times.
0: You might say it's like a glory portal.
3: (laughs) I would call it uh, like a a thin place where the, the, the veil between the times is the thinnest. Or a more accurate description would be like a time eddy, a place where there is a dip in time that allows two different time periods to touch.
0: To coexist equally, yes.
3: Yes. What seems odd is that it doesn't exist anywhere else in the world.
2: That we know of. That
3: we know of. So we've just got like a mythical dog god creature.
0: At least a a god creature.
3: (laughs) At least an immortal dog.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) At the lowest level.
3: Yeah. So she picks up a note from the mailbox and it just says, I got your note. I think there's been a misunderstanding. The house has been empty for several, several years and since no one has lived here for years... You couldn't have been the last tenant, uh, but I'm curious about the paw prints. So she writes back to him. Oh, he also implies that maybe she was thinking of a different cabin. And she's like, I know where I lived, fool. (laughs) Uh,
1: So she writes back and is like,
3: nope, I lived there when I moved. Here's my new address. Please forward any mail if you got. Also, it's 2006. Your letter is dated 2004.
2: Which is so weird that they're signing the full date. It is. My
3: thinking was that they were postmarked, but clearly no post goes through that mailbox.
2: Hey, Mr. Ghost Man. Oh, <laughs> oh. wow. <laughs>
3: so he reads her letter and is like, what is she talking about? 2006. We cut to an architecture firm and they're addressing the Christopher Plummer comes in. They're addressing him as Mr. Weiler. And for a hot second, I was like, is there way more time travel in this than I thought? Is that how old he is in 2006? And they're just bad at set dressing in 2004? Like, what's happening? But it turns out that it's Keanu's father and uh, his brother as well. His brother meets him outside.
2: His father is not his brother. Those are two separate people.
3: Yeah, those are two separate people. Right. Uh, His brother meets him outside. His father comes outside and literally does not even say hi. He,
0: like, does the whole, like, shake off his hand at him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't don't have time for you.
2: Building a neighborhood, you poor trash.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Houses for plebes to live in? How dare you? And the fact that he hasn't seen him in four years or however long, it's been years, though. I don't know how many years, but years. And he's just like, I don't have time for you. That's bonkers.
3: Bonkers. We also find out that he bought the family's lake house
0: yeah we find out eventually that his dad made that for his mom when he was like on the architectural come up if you will
3: right he and his brother kind of have a talk and he takes his brother with him to deliver her mail so he's going to drop off letters at the address she gave him but the apartments don't exist they aren't built yet they're going to be but it's going to take them at least Mm -hmm. 18 months
2: yeah yes The Hill Valley Apartments will not be built yet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Marty, we got to take this god dog back to the future. (laughs) I've been feeding letters to this mailbox, the Libyans.
2: (laughs) You know time travel works off the fetch capacitor. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. So she notices because he writes her back about it and is like, hey, your address ain't there. And she notices the date and she just says, well, if you are, she goes through her photos. I like that she has her photos organized by like days so she could be like, aha,
0: this is tomorrow in your time. Yeah, she rifles through them like it's like a manila folder and then finds one from the next day.
3: Right, and she basically says, if this is true, if, if you're in the time that you say you are, you're going to need this scarf, and there's going to be a flu that goes through. So it's going to snow, and you're going to get a flu, and he's like, that's ridiculous, but then
0: it does. Okay, so I have to stop here. I have to stop here. Once you see the scarf go through this portal, I was like, oh, you could just put anything in there. Right. I don't know why he yeah. doesn't put the book in there. I don't – okay, same,
2: fully same,
0: but also – why doesn't he put his dick in there like i i said that Bro, when i was the watching the last
2: thing you need is your dick to be disconnected to you and float through it tonight. would
0: still be connected no it would still <laughs> no, be connected no.
3: this is a detachable penis situation this is like mannequin where if she turns back into a mannequin yeah, it's just gonna exactly slice like your that. dick off. No, no, you exactly can't like no. thrust your dick through the fabric no, of space and also, no. time also
2: the dick would only be pointed in to the mailbox and she would only see the back of it with like cut off and bloody no listen all all you do cut a hole in the back of the mailbox slide it through put the flag up and she puts <laughs> her hand in
0: why is this hard for people to understand
2: because that could ruin the time portal stuff it's- yeah
3: then John Cotter will never be born
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Natalie didn't like this theory last night when I was shouting it at her either
0: no. <laughs> plus that mailbox is very tall he's gonna have to get apple boxes <laughs> okay but I really just wanted the Sullivans from next door to see Keanu Reeves fully like decked out with a scarf on and jacket pants like down to his knees dick in mailbox
3: he's a brilliant architect but he's always fucking that damn
1: mailbox
0: <laughs> i honestly think they could have done it i can see why they didn't <laughs>
2: I just want to see a movie tackle issues that I would have.
3: Here's my question. If you move that
2: mailbox, does it still work? Uh, Something else would do it because the dog is what is controlling the time. That's fair. (laughs) Okay. The dog who is immortal. At At least. least. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) At least. Until he encounters the other dogs in the encampment and turns into a thing.
0: Dog! Oh, sorry. I thought he had to kill the other dog in our spinoff series, Doglander.
1: (laughs) Doglander?
2: There can be only dog! There can bark only one! There can be only one Alpha.
0: (laughs) Guys, I'm pitching a homeward Bound spinoff. (laughs) Called Alpha It's just
3: Highlander with dogs?
0: Yes
1: (laughs) Oh god
3: Okay So they send each other a couple notes back and forth Because now they've determined that the mailbox is capable of sending letters through time They watch as the flag on the mailbox goes up and down independent of anyone touching it
0: i do like okay so the first time keanu reeves sees it he's like walking He just put a le- he just put a letter in the mailbox and he's walking mm. away from it and he turns back from like the walkway from the parking lot to the house and he sees it And he like fully like stops and does a double take i was like nice that's
2: some quality acting from keanu reeves over there okay keanu <laughs> we want you to act like this mailbox this flag just went up on its own and you just got a letter from two years in the future. I, mean,
3: <laughs> I know Kung Fu.
2: <laughs> I like that Mikey set up that joke and then
0: like the punchline was a visual gag. That honestly <laughs> worked. Like it, it
2: crushed. I loved it. But like no one else could see it. <laughs> because, because dead air is just as effective as the acting that went into that scene.
3: <laughs> that physical gag, I felt like I could hear it but the sound that physical gag would make is just so crates like that's what it
2: is yes exactly
3: so they watch as the mailbox transfers a bunch of letters the thing goes up and down clearly it's a magic time traveling mailbox and an immortal dog the
2: voiceover comes where they're like having a conversation
3: this movie is 80% voiceover
2: <laughs> this is an audio book
3: but also she at this point she has witnessed the magic of the mailbox and then she's just like huh okay and then just gets back in her car
0: yeah like that's not the most (laughs) mind-blowing shit you have ever seen it it drives me crazy that he's not like hey do me a favor do a little bit of research find out what stocks went through the roof in the past two years and we'll split the money
3: i'm gonna need you to find this almanac and put this in the mailbox
0: (laughs) (laughs) tell me who wins the super bowl and world series in 2005-2006 and we'll split the money.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he basically says, because the letters continue, which is one of my biggest frustrations with this movie is it starts out where they have to be near the mailbox. And then as the movie goes, they're just talking to themselves and somehow the other one can hear it. The
0: first time that happens when he takes her on a walk, quote, in quote. Right. And they're having a conversation while she's walking through Chicago. I was like... This is ridiculous. Like, Well,
3: and he's like graffitied for her to see it at the end.
0: That part's sweet. I like that reveal because it made sense. I don't like how they were having a conversation on this walk. And they do that yeah. a bunch. Like there's a, there's a shot. It's kind of a cool shot, actually, where he's in one shot, she's in the other. And you see people walking. And as they walk through the middle, they disappear or they appear out of nowhere. And they're literally having a conversation on the same screen. That was cool, but that's not how letters work. Like, you can't right. have a conversation like that in letters.
3: Right, she would have to just be standing by that mailbox all day, and yeah. they'd be like, hello, it's the hospital, people are dying. Are you standing by a magic time-traveling mailbox <laughs> that you won't tell anybody else about?
2: <laughs> She's like, I just gotta remember to send a letter to Keanu Reeves to tell me two years in the future that to, to save this person, it'll be fine. Holy shit, Mikey. First off, I do love that Sandra Bullock like, that happens at the beginning
0: of the movie. That guy dies at the beginning of the movie, and right. even she doesn't give a shit about
2: that guy until she realizes it's the love of her life. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's human nature. If someone gets hit <laughs> by a bus, it's a person. If the love of your life gets hit by a bus, it's a person important to you. Maybe it's because she deals with
0: death every day. But, like, if I had a traumatic experience like that where I, like, tried to save someone who was hit by a bus, I would legit remember it. And I'd remember that dude's face.
3: Yeah. The fact that she doesn't recognize him is bonkers. Well, I mean, he was hit by a bus. There, There's that He was in of <laughs> us But then Then the other part is I'm like Let's
2: be realistic His head was probably Real messed up
3: Yeah If you're talking to this person This has recently happened to you He's in the past I don't know why She knows he's in the same city Why she wouldn't tell him can you be at this place at this time and stop this guy from walking
2: into traffic? That could be a paradox. Because she she obviously is okay with time travel and knows you can't mess with the past.
3: I mean, clearly she's willing to kind of mess with the past a little but bit. But that's
2: only when she wants to fuck the past.
3: I mean, if Terminator's <laughs> taught us anything, that's the only reason.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> You're right. She does not care about the dude who gets if she him. doesn't. She
0: does not give a shit about him until it's Keanu Reeves.
3: Yeah. But then she talks to the most <laughs> cynical child ever, which I, I don't even know why the scene exists in this movie. My only assumption is that this movie is barely 90 minutes long and they just needed to pad time, I guess.
0: Oh, I love pad time.
2: <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. They, they have
3: another section where they're going back and forth and I just have in my notes, why doesn't he, she, he knows where she is right now in his time in 2004. Go to her. Go to her. But also then he'd have to explain time travel and like, yeah, he's not a knight. He didn't make her a bread ornament. I don't know how he would manage. Okay. He could bring her,
2: he could bring her back to the mailbox, have her write a letter to herself.
3: <gasps> her own handwriting.
2: I actually sort of like that.
3: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the second she does, it changes the future. Yeah. So then she would like send a letter like. I have no comfort to give you on what you must do right now. Just know that you can be stronger than you can ever be. <laughs> You're the mother of the
0: future, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> now have sex with Kyle Reese. Oh, sorry. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> sorry, they have the same initials Kyle Reese, Keanu Reeves. Keanu it's the same Reeves. thing. Yeah. The
2: tree in the lake house is the key to save the future.
0: Is this Avatar now?
2: No, that movie's too sappy. <laughs> That movie is just Ferngully.
3: (laughs) It is just Ferngully. It's fancy Ferngully. They, in this scene, I think they're attempting to make jokes about being married and not being married, whatever.
0: Yeah, but that would not play through a letter. Like that would play if you were having a conversation with somebody because you can like through inflection or whatever, make it obvious it's a joke.
3: Because it's letters, they literally
0: deliver these jokes with no inflection oh you mean in the movie yeah they, they like
2: deadpan it and you're they like deadpan oh it. is sandra bullock married to that guy <laughs> well yeah. to be honest they're both not funny at all in this movie
3: no and like they're both funny people yeah yeah <laughs> so uh he takes her on a walk through the city with a map that he puts in the mailbox and then he does the graffiti so she can read it thanks for taking a walk with me sandy b or whatever
2: her name is in the movie kate kate yeah oh then she's like i wish that you were here for this walk in person and he's like i do too and i was like how are they talking to each other i know
0: that shit made me so mad like that's not how letters work stick to the canon of the story so
3: she tells her mom about it and her mom's like he seems nice and she's like he's from the fucking past time travel and her mom is like that's just a detail because no one in this movie is impressed with time travel literally ever.
0: I think maybe like we live in a world where everybody gets one of these types of experiences. <laughs> so like her mom you don't know which mailbox it
3: is check every mailbox you see
0: well no i mean but her mom like even sort of talks about how she had a love of her life before her dad right right that's in this scene and she says like i think one of the sweetest things i've ever heard an old lady say and when she's like why don't you stay with the love of your life and she said because i wanted to have this conversation with you yeah and i was like Oh my god! I cried a little bit. I'm so sorry. I'm getting teary-eyed thinking about it right now because she wanted kids. Yeah. And that love of her life didn't want kids, so she made that hard choice. It was so sad.
2: Or she got a letter from the future saying if she married him, she would never. (laughs) Exactly.
0: I was gonna say, or he put his dick in a
3: mailbox, which sliced it off because we don't understand time travel, and the hubris
0: of man will be punished. Anyway. I feel like if there's a dog who's immortal, at least he would forgive a dick in a mailbox.
2: I don't think so. Only I if you put would. peanut
1: butter on it. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't know about that.
0: I can't be the only one who would glory hold this mailbox. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think you, could. you
3: would. I think yeah. you are. Even Mikey wouldn't glory hold the mailbox with Girth Brooks. You're no. out in the cold no.
0: on this one.
2: Mikey would split that mailbox in half. Let's just stop right here. He doesn't even need the mailbox. He could straight up just show up to her house and hook up with her. I know. Although she doesn't know him yet. Like, that's the... that I understand
0: why he doesn't do that. Because he would have to show up and he'd be like, I know you don't know me, but I know you. And there's he like... He d- does, Todd. He goes to her birthday party It straight up does. He doesn't say that, though. He's much smoother about it.
3: And he's her landlord while she's living at the lake house. Why doesn't he just roll the fuck up there one day and be like, it's me, your landlord, also, I'm Keanu Reeves. And like,
0: <laughs> so you want to smash old lady.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think this movie is trying to imply that they ha- it had to happen this way so that she could prevent his death.
2: But she causes his death because he showed up there to see her.
3: I know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but then she also, like, does, like, she prevents his death, too, and I don't know when Judgment Day is now. We
0: we have to talk about this when we get there, because I have so many thoughts about the very end of this movie, so we've got to, let's table it, table it, table
2: it, table it, table it. Uh,
3: So, he has dinner with his dad, or rather, has a glass of wine with his dad, and his dad- Oh my god, I
2: wish- this is not related to the podcast. But I'm so glad you broke into it for this moment, then. I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is important to me. This is the thought that I'm having right now, and I need to share it. I wish my name was Blake. I wish I owned a lake house, and then I would call it the Blake House. <laughs>
0: Honestly Mikey, I apologize for starting to make fun of you for breaking in <laughs> That was a killer fucking joke
3: I don't apologize
0: <laughs> That's an insane Insane thing to want Honestly Paige, <laughs> your type is frat boy That's the kind of shit you are into Welcome to the playcast Woo! No! <laughs> Step on up ladies <laughs> It's the Blake house. I'm
2: just uh-huh.
3: glad it's not magicians anymore.
2: Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, because they definitely wouldn't be able to make something disappear in a mailbox.
1: <laughs> 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 Why is this
3: mailbox full of dead doves? <laughs> <sighs>
1: <sighs> 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 <sighs>
3: <sighs> I'm just, I just think it's funny that you're like, step one. Buy a lake house. Step two, <laughs> legally change name
2: to Blake.
0: I thought you were gonna say step one, cut a hole in a mailbox. <laughs> step two, two put, put your, your junk, junk in that, that mailbox. mailbox.
1: Uh.
2: Step
0: three, make, make a open, a the, open box. the mailbox. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
3: that's the way you do it.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. I know I say this every episode, but can we stop talking about fucking the mailbox? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had a Polaroid and just send her unsolicited dick pics through time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> this movie's so old it's like 15 years old so it would just be like a packet like like yeah. kodak developed photos that he had to like get developed and then
0: leave in the with, mailbox with time stamps in the corner <laughs> why are the eyes red
3: <laughs> so he's having wine with his dad
0: oh is that where we are holy yes, shit okay sorry
3: uh he's having wine with his dad his dad's writing his memoirs his memoirs memoirs and he's super dismissive and is just like oh do you want to be in them like it's ridiculous how callous he is about
0: it i honestly feel like and i'm not saying keanu reeves is not justified in saying this but he was very much an absent father like once they crossed over into the alps like he was out of their lives right (laughs) so like (laughs) he clearly spent his his life like building big buildings and stuff like that becoming a famous Mm -hmm. architect and ignoring his family so keanu reeves is like is it going to involve us at all because yeah. like you weren't even in our lives. And then Christopher Plummer, who's an egotistical asshat, is like, yeah. I mean, do you want to be in it? Like he's just being a dick back. Yeah. Wh- which is unjustified. I feel like Keanu Reeves justified Von Trapp yeah.
2: not justified. Yeah. You could say that he is the architect of a bad relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves should have been like, shut your Von Trapp. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And he tells him that he bought the lake house. And his dad's response is just, oh, yeah, I did hear that some condo developer had snapped it up. Yeah. He's a dick. And I just have, again, why can no one in this movie deliver a joke? Because it's meant as a joke <laughs> and it's just no one.
2: Is it meant to- I just thought it was him being mean again. Yeah,
0: I didn't think it was meant to be a joke. I thought it was just being an ass.
3: Who knows? Anyway, they, they kind of end their conversation on a weird note where his dad is just kind of dismissive again. Yeah. We cut to... Sandra Bullock at the hospital, she saves a person with defibrillators, but she's mentioning, and this is one of those scenes where they're talking and they can hear each other, Yeah, uh, where she mentions that she feels really isolated and that she misses the lake house and the trees, and so he drives one of the trees out to her apartment building and plants it there and then we see it like there's no tree and then there is a tree there. It It, like pops into existence.
0: I hated this just because they fully would have just bulldozed the shit out of that tree. Absolutely. But it is sort of sweet because it's like raining and she's like trying to get to cover and then this tree comes up out of nowhere and like provide shelter for her it's sweet i get it but that would have been destroyed the next morning when the developer got there and just said hey can we bulldoze this someone was planted a tree here because they're idiots
3: yeah it's not in the plan Uh, but also at that point if a tree like appeared for you after you told someone that you liked trees don't you think again you'd be like so magic exists is the dog an immortal being like at least at least at least
1: (laughs) at least but she doesn't tell anybody about
3: it she's just like he's the love of my life and you're just like but also time travel (laughs)
0: like i okay real talk if i was walking on the street and a tree popped up out of nowhere I would not react like, oh, thank God, the rain's no longer hitting me. I'd be like, holy fucking shit, what is happening? <laughs> yes, that tree almost killed me. Yeah. And that,
2: well, Todd, that's because you would have fucked that mailbox, and she had a whole interaction with time travel. So she was prepared. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why
0: you think me fucking a time traveling mailbox is not an interaction with time travel.
3: I don't know. But now I'm just picturing him shoving a tree through the mailbox. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like a ficus or something. Yes. (laughs) That's amazing. Just seeing what he can get through there. Also, what really bothers me about this scene is that tree would not have appeared. It would have always been there for her, right?
3: Yeah, right because he did it in the past. Yes, yeah.
2: exactly. That really bothered me too. Well, unless he split off into an like a an alternate timeline. I do
3: think that they have created an alternate timeline in the multiverses. Right. Because that's this tree is not the only thing like that. The tree happens and then her saving him at the end also is a different timeline because yes. it creates a new reality for her.
0: It does, yeah.
3: In which she may have never gone to the mailbox.
0: Holy shit. Oh, At the no. end of this movie, does it undo itself so they
2: never get together? Holy
3: shit. If he does not <laughs> die in that first scene, she doesn't get depressed and take a day off and go to the lake house.
2: It's like Butterfly Effect, where they have the memories of the alternate timelines, but they are all together.
0: Also, she put the first piece of mail in before she left, right? It was on her way that's out. True, so, that's true. Okay, that's true. Okay. That's no, true. we okay, didn't undo okay, okay, everything. Okay. Good, good,
2: good, 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 Woo. Yeah. That was a close okay. one, guys. Woo!
3: Praise Jesus for the dog. So. <laughs>
2: Thank God this uh, movie holds up.
0: <laughs> at least praise Jesus for the dog. Yeah, at, at least, least. praise. It.
3: So. We cut to him and his brother at the lake house and he's telling his brother about it because his brother was not born yet when they made the lake house and they're talking about how there should be a stairway or a deck down to the water and they he's made some adjustments so that the roof can open but he basically says that their father designed this house for containment and control it's about ownership it's not about connection.
0: Yes and I love that he was like I want to do all these things to the house to give it that connection to the world around it so you're not just looking out you're interacting and then he never does any of that
3: he does that's why he's got all the plans because he does it for her and then before he hands the keys off he has made those improvements before she rents the house oh Oh. one of those things
0: that he was talking about doing is like building a staircase down to the water and that's never there yeah so i i was looking for that and that doesn't happen
2: but you're right he does improve here's
3: the thing we don't know because we never see the back of the
0: house in 2006
2: because this movie made the odd decision to have her live in a different location
0: yeah. <laughs> well, she lived there for about a year or something like that, and then she moved but out. But not during the time travel time.
3: Yeah, during it. We never see her live there.
2: No, we only see her move out, which yeah. I think is a bizarre choice for this. Same. Wouldn't the conversations be good if they were like in the same room having them? You know, like they're both staring out the same window, being like, oh, I wish you could have gone on that walk with me or whatever.
3: Yeah. Well, and then it makes sense for them to both be using the mailbox. Yeah. So his brother asks him, do you remember being here with mom? And he kind of talks to him about his mom a little bit. And then his brother brings up Visionary Vanguard, which is the weirdest name. Um, but it's essentially, <laughs> we will find out later that it's an architectural firm they want to start together.
2: Yes, yes. For superheroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Honestly, that's the architectural firm that built Stark Tower. Yes. Yeah.
3: Um, and he tells him that he doesn't have time to do it And he's like why you got like a girlfriend and he's like you're gonna think i'm crazy <laughs> but this mailbox time travels <laughs> i don't know why dad built it that way but it does
0: <laughs> wait is his dad a time lord hang on no his dad built the house i don't think so i don't know man his dad beat the nazis yeah Mm-mm. he's too young to have done that Mailbox,
3: box.
0: You send letters to the future, small
3: and white, clean and bright. Envelopes, envelopes. I, I got uh, that you
0: were. I got that you were describing you. envelopes. Yes,
3: and not the dick that you put in there.
0: <laughs> okay, if I'm alone in this, I'll own that. But like. People out there in the Facebook group, tell me if I'm alone. I feel like I'm just going to get shamed online for this. Because I'd have been like, hey, Sandy B, at 2.30 in the morning, just stick your hand in the mailbox. <laughs> High
3: in the box, a little only go <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's a dig, there's a dig, there's a dig. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs>
0: I love that Mikey fully hates when we do this and we commit to doing it
2: every episode. I get, I get asked, to, like, what do you do when, like, Paige and Todd go on, like, musical? I was like, I just pull my phone out and check some stuff.
3: <laughs> you are dick mail. Go- <laughs> no guts. Okay. So she sends him a message that's like, two years ago I lost something at this train station. If you find it, can you put it in the mailbox? He gets there and he sees her at the station and finds the book, and tries to give it back to her. He chases the train, but it pulls away. But at no point does he talk to her or connect with her. Well, he
0: doesn't notice it's her until she's, like, getting on the train, like, as she walks by. Right. Because she was there with Morgan, like, kissing Morgan right. and saying goodbye to Morgan because they're dating. And she right. gets on the train, forgets the book. He grabs the book and then looks over and sees it's her. So he starts right. running after her. And she sort of looks, and he fully sees her, but I don't think she registers it's him.
3: Right. And- Then, he basically tells her, yes, I found it, and I saw you there, but you don't remember me. And she's like, well, why don't we get together in the future? Call me at this time. And what we don't realize at the time is that he's already dead, and that's why he can't call her, but Morgan calls her. Yeah. They try to go out and eat at this fancy restaurant, but it's booked through October, and he reveals that there was no meeting. He's literally just trying to get her back.
0: Yeah. He's like, just leave that door open, girl. Gotta leave the door
1: Door open, girl.
0: I'm gonna leave the door open. <laughs> I, open. Like, I love that right now Mikey is like getting his phone out and just like starting to scroll through Instagram or some shit. Silk Sonic, <laughs> get with it.
3: Anyway, so <laughs> he then accuses her of making out with a random guy at a party. Well,
0: she did. She did. Yeah. She fully did. Yeah. Mona was at that party. Mona was sort of into Morgan You could see it when she's there Yeah Morgan and Mona Should be together At the end of this movie They should I need I need Morgan To have a happy ending Because I feel like He gets shit on A little bit in this movie I don't think he's a great guy For Sandra Bullock I yeah. think he's a good guy Like he's not a bad yeah. dude He's just not a good boyfriend Right
3: Right uh, So we cut to the past Where they're working on The uh,
2: development Oh you know what would have been better is if like he went to that party and instead of them making out, he was just kind of like meeting her and like kind of checking it out. Didn't want to be weird because like she doesn't know him, right? But then catches Morgan cheating and writes her about it in the future after they've already broken up.
0: I mean, I don't hate
2: that, right? That'd be cool. I need to write. I need to write my own time travel love story.
3: <laughs> but just don't forget to put your dick in that box. Ooh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna call it dick in the mailbox.
2: I'm gonna call it cock of ages.
3: No, <laughs> Mikey, you don't know how close you are to some gold right there. <laughs> anyway, so Jack, the the immortal dog woodland creature, takes off. And fully cock blocks Mona, who is trying to like... Yeah,
0: she's trying to make her move. She like, She's trying to show yeah. her boots off because in that first scene, he's like, Mona, get boots. We there's yeah. like, a work site, get boots. So she's like putting her leg on his dashboard and she's like, look at my leg, my boots. My, not my leg, my boots. But she like pulls her like pant leg she's all She's doing way the
3: old Amish flirt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> How you like these ankles, uh, KR. And he's hey. like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. But... When the dog runs off and they both run after him, Keanu Reeves run, runs into Morgan and they chat for a bit, but then Mona runs up and Morgan notices her boots because Morgan yeah. and Mona were meant to be together. I think you're right. Eminem, baby. Who doesn't love them? Eminem. Em? Who are you going to well, trust? They, they might have ended up together. <laughs> I need that. That's true. That. They might. Yeah. We don't see them. I need that. People who missed out on who they thought were the love of their life because of a time-traveling mailbox, they've got a story and I yeah. want to write about it. <laughs> so,
3: uh, Morgan ends up inviting them to a party that night. It's Kate's birthday. Yeah. And the reason he does that is because he finds out that. He doesn't uh,
0: invite them. Keanu Reeves invites himself. No, no, no. Morgan invites them. Because Keanu Reeves goes up to Morgan and Morgan's like moving in alcohol or whatever, like cases of beer. And he's like, hey, just so you don't think I'm an alcoholic, we're having a party for my girlfriend tonight. It's her birthday. Feel free to come. Bring Mona. Because he thinks Mona and Keanu Reeves are like an item. They're not. But I would understand why he would think that.
3: Right. Uh. So we cut back to 2006 and Kate is in a bar alone and her boss joins her and we find out that her boss's youngest daughter. Child, I think daughter left yeah. for college to be pre med. Yeah,
0: she went to the side door to like UCLA or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was, she was moving to California.
3: Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Kate's party in 2004 and then back to 2006. We literally cut there for like a second and we see Keanu Reeves like behind the cake and then we cut back to the future. And her boss is like, why didn't you mention your birthday? Like we would have gotten a cake. What do you have in your life besides work? And she's like, well, I had a boyfriend. His name was Morgan, but I ended it. We cut back to the past and the surprise party's in full swing. Morgan introduces her to Alex and is basically like, hey, he's going to help us find the lake house. And we cut to the future. And Sandra Bullock's like, no, I'm happy. And it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And she kind of describes her long distance relationship with Alex, and is <laughs> as she's like describing distance and time. Well, I it's the Castle Spice Run. Anyway, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. And she explains that she has a pen pal that
0: she can't go see, and then her right. boss, I think, assumes correctly, like, "Oh that God, he's in prison. Are you writing someone who's in prison? Are you are you one of those ladies?" And she's like, yes. "No, no, 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 no no no, 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 no." no. Time travel exists. And then her boss is just like, okay, cool.
3: <laughs> I just have in my notes, rewrite, he is in prison. <laughs> and that's why he couldn't come meet her. Anyway, so as she's describing this, she realizes, oh my God, she did meet him at her birthday party in 2004. Yeah. We cut back to 2004 and we watched them have this kind of conversation. He brings up the book that she left and they ha- he doesn't fully tell her what's up. About the time travel, because he knows that she won't understand. Yeah,
0: I mean, you wouldn't believe them.
3: No, of course not. Yeah. I mean, like, the only time is if somebody pulls up and is like, come with me if you want to live. Like, that's what it is. That's the equivalent. Yeah. And it's this real long scene of them just kind of getting to know each other. Yeah. And then he asks her to dance, and then they literally eighth grade slow dance
0: for almost an entire song. Yeah. And they keep doing that thing where they, like, move in real close for a kiss or whatever, but they don't. Yeah. And she's just, like, nuzzling into his neck, and she's got her hands, like, on the back of it. Like, it's just, it's way too intimate for someone you just met.
3: Yeah. And, essentially, they end up making out, because she's like, oh, it was just a kiss. No, they make out.
0: Yeah. No, it was a smoosh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Fully cheating. They get caught. He and Mona leave, and- I assumed that this is what ended her relationship with Morgan initially.
0: No, Morgan's the kind of guy to make a bad thing work. No, because Morgan's a bitch. Yeah.
3: Well, I know Morgan tries to come back, but I think this is what initially ended things, maybe. No, it doesn't. Or
0: no, because she says she ended. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Keanu Reeves goes to Morgan to give the keys to the lake house to him to give to Sandy B. Yeah. So I think they're still together until like- No, Maybe yet. like right after she gets those keys, she's like, thanks for the house. I'm out. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he
2: straight up doesn't even talk to her about making out with him.
3: I mean, he doesn't. And then she remembers and writes to him about it. And at one point, because jokes don't work in this movie, because everyone deadpans them and they're just written, she just says,
0: what did you have, clown for breakfast? And I was like, (laughs) that makes no damn sense. What are you saying? I do love that, like... In my mind, the writer of this movie wrote that and was like, Yeah. Yeah. Apple S. I'm saving
2: this. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect day. Another script racked up here at the Blake House. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mikey, shit. Mikey, I want you to buy a lake house and just name it that, even if it's not your name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. honestly okay bad pitch if we ever start making money on this podcast we get a, an office by the lake house and call it the blake house
1: <laughs> yeah
3: okay i love this idea blake house Productions. <laughs> blake house Productions. <laughs> we're gonna need a production
0: company at some at some point
2: so blake house productions <laughs> that's what it is where all of our best ideas come from two years in the past <laughs>
1: mailbox! Todd,
3: I'm gonna need you to tape a note about this to your dick and put it in the
0: mailbox. I'm gonna see if I can get Sandy
2: B attached. It'll just be Macy. (laughs) (laughs) Who's at least immortal. (laughs) At
3: least. Immortal Dog Productions would also be pretty (laughs) Anyway, he gets a phone call that his father essentially is passing away, and... He's writing her, or I guess, no, his father's had a heart attack, and he's writing her from the like cafeteria of the hospital where she works, which is why we see the two of them in that same scene.
0: So, Mm -hmm. I have some very bad news. Blake House Productions already exists. No!
3: (laughs) What about Immortal Dog? (laughs) Immortal Dog Media. At least. An at least production.
0: <laughs> Blake House Productions is based out of London, by the way.
3: Oh well. London.
0: Well then, they're 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 not even American. We're fine. No. I'm so sad that Blake House Productions is already taken.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not surprised.
0: <laughs> God damn it! Immoral Dog Productions is also taken.
3: Okay. Well, back to the drawing board. Try snakes with helmets.
0: We'll figure it out, guys. We'll fix it in <laughs> yeah. post.
3: So he visits his father in the hospital and finds out they're going to do surgery tomorrow. But like is his dad's hospital room is like a full suite of rooms in this hospital. He's a famous architect. I know. But do those? I mean, I guess they must have. Like Beyonce gave birth at Cedars and she got like the whole floor. But I feel like it would just look like a regular hospital, not a hotel with a hospital bed.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not architect famous rich. I don't know.
3: Not yet. Not until Blake House (laughs) Productions
0: takes off. Honestly, if we ever get big enough to buy the name Blake House Productions, I think we should do it.
3: (laughs) I think we'll have a better idea by
0: then. I don't think you strike gold more than once. Holy shit. I'm on a website where I can actually see the incorporation documents for Blake House. So I Mm -hmm. could tell you the name of the person who incorporated it. Is his name Blake? No, it's not. It's Simon. Fuck this dude. Although in all fairness, Mikey, I mean, that's what we're your trying to do. Blake. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I, was guessing, I was like,
3: the only way we could justify this is if we somehow trick Blaine into doing this, okay, okay and okay. then it would kind of make sense. Todd,
2: Google Street View the address and see if he lives on a lake. I will do. Hang on. Yeah, I'll do it right now.
3: <laughs> I still think snakes with helmets has
2: legs. I mean, snakes don't. <laughs> but you know, I like. I like Houston. We have a possum.
0: <laughs> yes, Houston, we have a possum productions. Um, it is nowhere close to the lake. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. It is literally down the street from like the Palace of Westminster and Big Ben. Damn. It is down the street from like Buckingham Palace, St. James Park, the Thames. Like, this is some choice real estate.
3: So, what you're saying is we'll never be able to afford the name.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Simon at Blake House Productions is doing all
2: right. Yeah, they produce colonialism. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So he lets her know I mean he after seeing his father, who basically is treating him like a gopher, even though he's in the hospital, he writes to her to tell her that his father built the lake house before he was famous and it was a gift for his mother, but he became impossible to live with, and so she left and then she got sick and died, and he didn't even go to her funeral because he said, quote, she was dead to me the moment she stepped out of the house. It's terrible. It's terrible. He comes back to talk to his dad who, it's almost like he gives him like a a mini architecture quiz of like, what do you think of this proposal? And he's like, oh, it's nice, you know? And then he basically is like, you can't stop thinking about the light. You have to consider the light. And it's
0: just this weird like lecture. I don't know. Like Keanu Reeves is the oldest son. Right. And I feel like his dad expected him to like. Following his footsteps and mm-hmm. the younger brother is doing that to some extent, but is clearly not living up to the dad's expectations because I don't think anyone would because the dad's just right. like not a good guy and like would right. never allow them to do that. And they even sort of talk about that a little bit when they're in the scene together on the roof of the of the the Blake house, if you will. But I I, I sort of like that scene because it was, like, his dad acknowledging that he's the superior architect to him and his brother. Right. And, like, being mad at him for, like, why didn't you do what we all knew you were capable Mm -hmm. of doing and following my footsteps? And him being like, it's not what I wanted. Right. Like, that's not what I want. But they're having that conversation. Like, that's the emotional weight of the conversation. But they're talking about the light in Barcelona. Like, they're not saying those words. But I feel like that comes through because – they're pretty good actors, and it like it comes through there. Don't give this movie credit. Yeah, I like I like <laughs> some scenes in it, and I was I have some dead stuff going on in my life, so like when oh, when like the. Dad's died, it was over for me. I was crying like the worst.
2: Oh my god. But he's like the worst dad ever. I know. Yeah, but I Reese mean, he Reese would have pulled the plug if he could have.
3: If your dad died in a horrible dick mailbox accident, you'd be sad too. Yeah. Too dark. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean
2: it, it, the worst part about those kind of things is when you get reminded of his death on the anniversary two years later when the dick shows up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh. oh my god. It's your dad's dick in a mailbox. <laughs>
2: oh my god. I just wanna point out that <laughs> they have to bury it in a smaller coffin next to his dad's grave. <laughs> <laughs> they only bury it six <laughs> inches down
0: though. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> well guys, we got there. <laughs> we got to the grossest joke we've ever had on a
2: podcast. We got there. We made it. That's what. That's the kind of results you can expect here at the Blake House.
3: <laughs> don't forget to go
2: put flowers on dad's grave. And don't forget to put smaller flowers on dad's dick's
3: grave. <laughs> it just rem- <laughs> it reminds me of this pickup line Doug Benson used in a special one time, which is just, hi, my dick died. Can I bury it in your ass? <laughs>
1: oh, my God. oh, God. Ugh,
3: okay. Okay. Okay, moving on. In 2006, she pulls his dad's medical files, which like HIPAA, because she's not treating his dad.
2: He's dead
0: yeah you know, i guess he's, he's I, holy shit <laughs> mikey is a mental health professional i mean th- that that does I'm impact place. it but usually you would have to have like next of kin or whoever has po power of attorney yeah
3: uh, release information yeah, yeah you'd have to have like a release of information anyway so she pulls his father's file and realizes that his dad is basically dying today in his time and her attending like her boss is the one who had to call and so she leaves she has an emergency she leaves for the day and she basically is like i wish i could somehow be there with you on this difficult day but i think i do have something for you she sends him a copy of his dad's memoirs basically which has been published in her time and not in his yeah and so he reads, he reads the memoirs. It gets super sad. I was
0: fully sobbing at this point. I
3: was sobbing because Keanu Reeves was crying, and I was like, "How dare you hurt Keanu?" There's a picture of him and his dad at the lake house, and it calls it their project. Yeah, which is very like.
0: Ooh. Yeah, it's very very sweet. It's a little too little too late, I think.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, because he's you know he's dead, so <laughs> yeah. So they're talking back and forth again, and they're planning to meet in person two years from tomorrow, and he goes and makes the reservations. She goes to the restaurant. The reservations are there. She sits at the table, and he never shows up.
0: And they just get her plastered on free champagne.
3: Yeah. And at this point in my notes, I just said, he's dead, question mark, and then I
0: just have... Wait, was he the yep. guy? <laughs> yep. This is the moment I was like, oh, he's the guy that died by the bus. Right. Yeah. I feel like they foreshadowed that pretty well. I don't feel like I'm a super sleuth figuring that out.
3: I don't know. But so she writes him a letter that's basically like, you blew me off of
0: the ice capades. Bye. Uh, let me move on from you. I don't want to have this anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
2: this isn't healthy. She takes a high road. She's like, I'm going to go emotionally manipulate my ex. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You know what hurts about that, Mikey? That's what she does. Yeah. Morgan deserves better.
3: He keeps writing her. She just never goes back to that mailbox to steal those people's mail. So she never gets it. Dude,
0: you see that? He's like, he keeps putting mail it just in the piles mailbox. Up. There's like a shitload of mail in there. Yeah. And then eventually <laughs> that becomes the mail that's in the box at the top right. in the attic that doesn't really exist that she referenced in her first letter to him.
3: Right, but she never opens that box. No. And I think he's hoping that she does, but she doesn't. Uh, so we cut to her in a crowded bar. Her phone rings. It's Morgan. They go to dinner. He actually got a job near her in Chicago. Yeah. And they walk back to her place. They stop in front of the tree outside her apartment and kiss in front of it. And I was just like, petty. Yeah. You petty bitch. Yeah. And
0: listen, (laughs) someone who comes from a long line of petty, like myself, I found offense to this. I was like,
2: that is not, that's low. That is low. Yep. Yeah, I wish they would just leave (laughs) cage because it's a tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh It cuts back to Keanu, who's just pining.
3: (laughs) He's just walking through the forest and Jack the dog runs off to just like, I've got more immortal things to do. Oh, (laughs) woo! And then he does not look for
0: that dog No I think he's like Oh you know what It's probably about time for him to go join Sandra Bullock's timeline
3: But then Then Okay so he packs up the lake house He's got the stack of letters he kisses them, puts them in the box, leave them in the attic. Yeah. We cut to Morgan in his office on the phone, and Alex parks outside. Morgan's talking he's on talking the phone to, to Sandy
0: B. Yeah. And then he's yeah. like, because the last time he saw Keanu Reeves, he was fully kissing his girlfriend. So he's like, hey, I got to right. go. I got to go. I'll tell you later. I got to go. Yep. So he meets him outside, and then Keanu Reeves is like, take my lake house.
3: Yeah. Do you still want it? Here you go. Gives him the keys.
0: Because we all know Kate wants a piece of the Blake house.
2: and then the dog jack the
3: dog shows up yeah which with keanu reeves independent of keanu reeves because i feel like keanu reeves yeah keanu reeves didn't go look for him but if he did it'd be really weird for him to be like here's the keys the dog comes with it But then, like, (laughs) for the dog to just, like, show up, I mean, it's an immortal being. At
0: least. It is the subtle paw guiding their lives. (laughs) Yes. Uh. (laughs) Thank you, Mikey. Uh.
3: So, Keanu Reeves moves to the city with a bunch of drafting tables. And my favorite in this scene is as they're moving those drafting tables in, it's almost like they cut the scene too late because the brother, like, helps move the drafting tables in. And then he turns to Keanu Reeves and then, like, stares at him for a bit and then just shrugs like, we're done, right? <laughs> and then it cuts. <laughs> is
2: that lunch? That's how younger brothers are when, you help it, when they help you move. <laughs> As someone who helped you move a few days ago, I feel attacked. My shit is scratched.
3: <laughs> well, you got to stop sticking it in mailboxes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Wait, does that mean your dick ages two years and then comes back?
3: No, I think your dick comes back. It's the younger dick. So, like... <sighs> You, if you found a doctor willing to do an experimental pre- procedure, you could send your younger dick two years into the future and get an extra two years of life on that dick.
2: I, don't like it. <laughs> I watched this whole movie and
3: never once thought about putting dicks in mailboxes. Yeah, Todd, I didn't but, either.
2: There's not even any sex in this movie at all. I, I know. There could be. I'm been. angry. Yeah, thank you, Paige, for being on my side. Thank you,
0: Paige is no. pro no, no, dick in the mailbox. You heard it here.
3: No, 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 I'm pro dick in Sandra Bullock's box. It has nothing to do with the mailbox. Well, how do oh, you God. do that if not
0: sending it through the mail at this point? Mm. <laughs> mm.
3: You just have to drop a condom in the mailbox too. <laughs> oh my God!
2: No, all right, let's just let's just move on. Again, this is too much. This is too much for the Blake House.
3: You're not the king of the Blake house. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I
0: I am the Blake.
3: No, you're not.
0: (laughs) We three together are the Blake. (laughs) So
3: his brother notices that he keeps drawing blueprints for the lake house. And he's like, why do you keep tweaking it? Why do you keep messing with it? And he says, because it's hers. Meaning Kate and he says are you still writing With her and he says no she asked me not To and his brother is like you need a real Woman and Keanu Reeves is like she Was real to me
0: she also Is real and does exist in this timeline That he is living in he is just Giving her space which I get she asked For it he's obliging her wishes I'm not saying that that's dumb or anything But She exists, she is real
3: Anyway, we cut to Sandy B's apartment Where she's watching a romantic movie And Morgan, who is working in the next room asks, Asks her to turn it down She turns it off, she walks through her bedroom And a floorboard Comes loose, so she like stomps on it Until You
0: say it comes loose, it creaks And then she stomps on it until it breaks Yes As you do
3: As you do, and she (laughs) finds her copy of Persuasion with a rose pressed inside it and a quote circled in the floor, which means that he, like, snuck onto that construction site. Yeah. Because he knew what apartment she had and hid it.
0: Which we don't see him doing, but, I mean, it it makes sense. Yeah. Like, why else would it be there?
3: Uh, We cut to a New Year's party. He's all sad, but it's New Year's 2006. And we cut over to Valentine's Day where Morgan and Sandy B are touring like an old dilapidated building that they want to convert into a house with a solarium and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Because they can't stay in the apartment. Got to move longer. And so they have hired a new firm because they were cheaper And we find out that they have hired Visionary Vanguard
0: associates.
3: And she gives him a card for Valentine's Day. He didn't get her anything.
0: Yeah, I do think, and you see this shift when she's watching the romantic movie and he's working, that Mm -hmm. he is over their relationship. Like, he's fully checked out. And clearly he is when he doesn't get her a gift for Valentine's Day. But, I mean, she is clearly not in love with him, really. She is in love with Keanu Reeves. So, I just feel like... Morgan's not a bad guy. He's not a great guy. They're just not right for each other. Yeah. He needs to go learn how to play the Morgan organ. <laughs> he needs to bona Mona.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we cut to Keanu Reeves and his brother are talking. His brother's taking Vanessa, who is their uh, co worker, I believe, because we see her in the future as well, out for Valentine's Day and keanu reeves is like what day is it what year uh and it's sort of, 14th it's like Valentine's day too so it's so it ridiculous is. yeah but so he drives to the lake house i think because he's like or no he goes into his pile of letters yeah because i think he's like i remember like this was the day that that thing happened to her we cut to the future and This is where they're sitting in the meeting. She sees the picture he drew of the lake house. She asks about it. She says that she knew him and asks how she can get in touch with him, which like she's in love with him. So like uh, Morgan should have been like, you mean the guy that you cheated on me with?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he should say that, but he's fully checked out of this relationship, too.
3: Yeah. So. His brother's like, unfortunately, he died in an accident two years ago today. And Sandy B puts two and two together and is like, he's the guy who got hit by the bus. Yeah. And so she hauls ass to the lake house, writes to him and puts it in the mailbox. And he is checking letters for the time. And basically, she says in her letter, I know why you didn't show up that night because it was you the day that the the accident happened. Please don't go. Just wait. Don't look for me or try to find me. If you still care for me, wait for me, wait with me, wait two years and come to the lake house. I'm here. Yeah. So we cut to 2006. He sees her. He did get the message because the flag on the mailbox goes down. The accident doesn't happen back at the lake house a car approaches and they have like the slowest walk ever because
0: he parks down the street (laughs) he needs to pull into the driveway you monster
3: yep and she basically says you waited and then they just like kiss a bunch and then they go inside the lake house it's a
0: bunch of weird like peck kisses though like they aren't like make out they're like smashing their faces
3: together it's real strange it's
0: like a high school
2: play kiss yeah, he's supposed to go 90 years, and she's supposed to go 10 years.
3: <laughs> what if we just tried this through the mailbox? <laughs> yeah.
0: It also just occurred to me that they could have like held hands in the mailbox, and I didn't have to jump to, like, put your dick in it. But, like... <laughs> oh, man. I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode. Mom, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They go inside the lake house... and And that's that's the the movie here's why i hate the end it shows him showing up the day the accident happens and just not stepping into the street where he gets killed if you knew there was any chance that you would be involved in an accident if you went there why would you go yeah
3: yeah that and i don't know why he didn't just wait till the next
0: day yeah that was my next point like she could have just said hey Come back the next day. You know where I live. At this point, we have already started corresponding. Like, come and explain
2: to me. Like, I'll get it. Like, let's or do this. if the letter saves his life, he could have showed up any time during their whole experience. Yeah, that's also true. Oh, yeah,
0: he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have missed dinner, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, what I'm that's talking true. About. He would have been there for dinner. He'd have been like, man, I got a crazy story to tell you in like seven months yeah yeah all right so okay having seen this movie having talked about the movie how do you guys feel about the
2: movie instant classic
3: this movie is a hot ass mess <laughs> this is yeah. insane yeah it has an immortal dog and time travel at l- least, at least.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the dog wasn't in the final scene and i hated that
0: Oh, uh, we need a Jack in that scene. Uh, yeah, what happens to that dog? Jack is moving on to go help another couple find love. <laughs> through time.
3: Help another couple negotiate a dick through a
0: mailbox. <laughs> at the Blake house. Dick in a mailbox would happen at a place called Blake house. I'm just going to say that. We all know it's true. We're going to move on. Dick in a mailbox sounds like a
2: like an English... Uh, like like an, an
0: English breakfast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, can I have a blood sausage and a dick in a mailbox?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do... Hate a lot of this movie, but there are like themes in this movie. I really love like the, the, the sappy romantic person inside me loves what they were trying to do, but they failed so hardcore. It's almost unwatchable. And then it gets so bad that it becomes very watchable. (laughs) If that makes sense. So I, I enjoyed watching this movie. I enjoyed very much having this conversation with you guys. So like, I feel like
2: people should watch this movie and then make fun of it with their friends. I hated it. When I watched it in college Yeah And I wanted to talk about How much I hated it Yeah And you guys have let me do this I mean I think this movie is Objectively terrible <laughs> Yeah Agree
3: It's pretty bad <laughs> It's pretty
2: bad Oh
3: Alright are you ready for some fun facts Yeah Hit yes. us with some
2: fun facts Paige
3: So the actual house did not exist It was built completely for the movie And then taken down <laughs> uh, Okay Yeah Now you can still see it on Google Earth uh the coordinates are forty one point seven one four two and then the other coordinates are dash eight seven point eight nine zero one but you have to look at it on uh, April 29th 2005 and you'll oh. be able to see the house okay. if you want to nice um, so the name of the exclusive restaurant in the film the one where they have to get reservations is Il Mare basically meaning the sea yeah but that's also the name of the house and the international title of the Korean film on which this movie is based so this is oh, okay. based on another movie okay that's starting
2: to make uh, okay. sense yeah
3: Yeah. Uh, sender Bullock named the dog Jack after Keanu Reeves character and speed. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs>
0: the dog's <laughs> name was Jackie, but they call it Jack the entire time. I think she calls it Jackie once to, like, establish right. that it's a female. And then, come on, Jack. Yep. I love that. That's awesome.
3: The lake house itself measures 2,000 square feet, and it sat on top of steel beams 10 feet above the waterline. It used 35 tons of steel. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It required nearly 100 carpenters, welders, and painters to build it and then later dismantle it. Sandra Bullock actually revealed in an interview much later that the house had running water, but had no toilets. <laughs> That's funny. It was built on Maple Lake, which is a small and allegedly haunted fishing lake in Willow Springs, Illinois. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh.
0: So they actually filmed it close to Chicago then if it's on the Yeah, lake. they did. It, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. It was yeah. on
3: location. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, this was the first movie to be released simultaneously on DVD, HD, DVD, and Blu-ray.
1: This <laughs> so is one of the only ones that
3: you could get on all wow. of them. The vehicles that they drive are also two years apart. So Alex's pickup truck is a 1966 Chevy and Kate's Mustang is a 1968.
0: That's wild. All right, cool. They are so rich. I know. Well, I mean, she's a doctor. He's the son of a famous architect and a successful architect himself. I get it.
3: Yep. This is Keanu Reeves's third film at the time, now his fourth, involving time travel, The first two, of course, being Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and then the fourth being the third Bill and Ted film. Uh, The construction site on which he works in the movie is a real construction site. It was owned by Pulte Homes and is now the Madison Park community in Aurora, Illinois. (laughs)
0: Oh wow that's awesome I actually wondered that Because it does look like A real construction site Like when we were coming To visit our house Because they'll Mm -hmm. let you They'll let the owners come And like see the progress And stuff It looked just like that When we were like Walking in this neighborhood That was just all the houses Were being built you know Mm -hmm.
2: That's wild
3: Now Keanu Reeves Was not the first choice Do you know who Uh, was? Really?
2: No who was it? Do you want to guess? Is it Blake?
3: Who's Blake?
2: Blake Lively For the Sandra Bullock character
3: (laughs) No it was not
2: Damn it. Nope. I know it wasn't a famous Todd.
3: It was not a famous Todd. It was John Cusack. Uh. That makes sense. That makes he de- sense. He declined after reading the script. <laughs> <laughs> that also makes sense. Um so this is actually the so Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves were in speed together. Yeah. And that they didn't do any other movies together until this movie. Nice. So for almost it's it's like not quite 20 years between um, the tree in the middle of the lake house at the beginning of the movie is leafless. We only see branches. But when she looks back on the house one last time, it looks like it's covered in red fall foliage. So yes, you would have to rake your living room. Yeah. I'll end on this one. Okay. Why weird things might happen around this lake house. The location of the lake house on Maple Lake is located in a forest preserve and is approximately three fifths of a mile away from the world's first nuclear reactor in CP-1, which was constructed during World War II's Manhattan Project in this forest preserve. So it's very possible that this is all a powerful hallucination because of radiation or that they have ripped the space-time continuum. (laughs)
0: Well, they've
2: definitely ripped it.
3: Yep, and those are our fun facts. Well, thank you for those amazing
0: fun facts. facts. So let's talk box office. So, what do you think the budget for The Lake House was in 2006?
3: I remember this being an expensive movie. Okay. And that was part of the critique.
0: Keanu Reeves and Sandy B are big names even in this time. So, like, I could see that. But what do you guys think it is? I'm
2: going to say 40. Okay. I'm going to say 32.
0: Alright, Paige is not only closest She's also exact So it is 40 yeah. million Which means she wins both showcase showdowns I think that's Yay. two episodes back to back You've been exact
2: Yes, I'm not good at budget
0: One on Horror Virgin, one on this Yeah, well done Paige So anyway, so it premiered June 16th, 2006 It was fourth the weekend it premiered It got beat by Cars, the very first one Nacho mm-hmm. Libre was second that week uh, Nacho! <laughs> the Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, which I believe, Mikey, is your favorite. Oh,
3: the one that everyone pretends doesn't exist. That is
2: that is my favorite. That's, yeah, that's your favorite
0: I know. Fast and it Furious is, movie?
2: That is one of my favorite Mikey facts, is that he I hardcore stands for Tokyo Drift. No, you guys understand that Tokyo Drift is what starts the expanded Fast and the Furious universe.
3: That is true, because that's where they meet that other guy. Right.
2: and which, that Tokyo Drift takes place after Fast and the Furious 6. Yes. In the timeline. Yes.
0: Now, I will
2: say, I only like Fast and Furious 5 on.
3: <laughs> Most people do. That's when they get good.
0: Yeah, that is when i get good. And by good, I
3: mean not great, but explosions.
0: That's when they become Avengers movies.
1: Yeah, I
3: mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: also like a, a good uh, Too
2: Fast, Too Furious. Okay, can I just say this? We're going to have to find some way to do the new one. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I- We can't just skip to that. We have to do all nine of them. (laughs) Buckle up your Fast and Furious belts. We're going to all of them. (laughs) Anyway, so,
0: holy shit, they're going to space. Guys, they're going to fucking space. I know.
3: All right, whatever. The guy writing it, Called our bluff because he was like, "Yeah, maybe they'll go to fucking space, and then low and be yeah, fucking." Cold. I do remember
2: and we were talking think about the that. are stupid, but that's basically <laughs> what they do with those. It's ca- <laughs> <laughs> basically what they do with the cast of the Fast and the Furious.
0: All right, all right, that's fair, Mikey. And listen, I am apologizing right now publicly for not recognizing your genius earlier on.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> like
2: There's a submarine. Oh, a submarine, Todd. That's stupid. Oh, all right, man. That's fair. That's fair. You know what else has a submarine? Fast and Furious 8. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all right. All right. All right. All right. We got we to gotta talk about this movie. Okay. So, The Lake House was number four that week. Number five was The Breakup. So, what do you think it made, The Lake House, that is, in its first week out domestically? First weekend out. Sorry. Excuse me. First weekend out domestically.
3: I'm going to say 15.
2: Seven.
0: All right. Page is closer, but not exact this time. It was $13.6 million. So, it did pretty well. Um... It got pretty much crushed by Cars and Nacho Libre. They were both around 30 million. Fast and the Furious was at 23 million, and then it was 13. So it did, I think it's a good showing for a romantic movie Mm -hmm. in that time period. So, what do you think it made in its total domestic box office in 2006?
3: I will say that word got out about this movie being batshit insane. And so, even when it was out in theaters, people were like, this movie is dog turds. And so I'm gonna say <laughs> Immortal that Dog Turds, but Immortal Dog Turds. At least at least <laughs> I'm gonna say they made their budget back, but only just barely. I'm gonna say 50. All
0: right, Mikey, what do you think?
2: 38.
0: So Paige is closer again at 52.3 uh. million dollars. Now, it went on to make another 62.5 million dollars internationally. No. It That's did offensive. Very well internationally. So that is a combined worldwide box office of 114.8 million dollars and then it made another almost 40 million dollars in domestic DVD sales <laughs> That's nuts. 39.9 million dollars guys in just domestic oh, DVD my sales goodness. so it did very very well I'm sure they made plenty of money on this movie. Yeah but that is your box office for the lake house.
2: Do you guys think they're still together?
0: Yeah. I do. I think they're still together because they took a long time to get to know each other before they ever met and had a sort of physical relationship. So they had like a relationship before they got into like a physical relationship. But I do feel like anytime time Keanu Reeves goes to the mailbox, Sandy's looking out the window.
2: <laughs> For herself.
0: <laughs> She's like, is he fucking that mailbox? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man I like to think That they are together And every year On their anniversary They, they leave cards For each other In the mailbox Aww.
2: Oh, And they get them Two years later Yeah oh. <laughs> They're
3: like Wasn't that a good year
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just too. I think they're still together That's Nice it.
0: So this week Mikey You made us watch The Lake House Next week I am making you guys watch A movie that I went and saw with my good friend Chris opening night. And Mikey, it rhymes with a joke you made earlier today. Rock of Ages.
1: No! Oh,
2: Oh,
3: okay, fine. Yeah. It's Uh, terrible.
2: Is it a romantic movie? It
3: is, but it is terrible.
2: There's actually quite a few romances
0: going on in this movie. It is terrible. I love all the music in it, but it's not great. And I love it. If you wanted to see Tom Cruise... Sing into someone's vagina. You're going to see that in Rock of Ages.
3: What? Yeah. I'm upset already. I can't wait.
0: (laughs) I am not saying it's a good movie. I think it'll be a very funny episode, but mainly mainly because Mikey's going to hate it and it's going to be fun. I, I might also dislike it. You will and should and honestly and should. Great. But I do think you and I will end up singing the whole episode. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I think that's what I hate the most. Well, then you're going to hate the episode on I have a good voice. So does Todd. Yeah. Eat a dick. So your homework next <laughs> from week. From a mailbox. <laughs> yeah, no. Your no, homework no. next week is to listen to every hit that you ever loved from the 80s and then watch it sung again in Rock of Ages. Badly. Yeah. Mm. By like Tom Cruise as <laughs> Stacey Jacks. So, uh Mike, do you have a review for us to read?
2: I do. Nice. Well, who's going to be this week? It's a short review.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Do the fourth kind. Do the fourth kind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is this one's from the sweet one. Oh. They say such a fun show. All they say is, I've got my wine ready for next week. 5 stars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know if that is a uh, positive review or a cry for help, but the sweet one, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you guys want to have your review run on the podcast, leave us a five-star review. So, um, yeah, guys, if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast, make sure to check out our other podcast, The Horror Virgin, and that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on, but Paige gets around, and she is on two other podcasts
3: That's gonna be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm Todd. And you complete us
0: to completion. Tootle Pip.
2: You're my heroine now.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you do the yeah. meth. Bye. Bye. Blake House Nerds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All
2: right,
0: guys. That was good. <laughs>